This week's episode of the award-winning Here For It podcast is brought to you by Caskets. Um, are we burying the Queen's Court or? We- oh, wow. Uh, oh, okay. We are burying something. Hashtag too soon. <laughs> I'm putting a gag over on this girl because she's doing too much already. Oh. But we are burying something that's not them yet. Okay. Um, we are burying the handshakes. We're burying um daps, uh-huh. fist bumps. Um, the only greeting that we will go by from here on out is the cross armed salute from Black Panther. Yeah. I'm not doing nothing else. Yep. We'll I'm, not doing no, I'm not doing no ghetto handshake. No half hugs. I'm doing the straight cross arms everywhere I'm going from here on out. I thought you were gonna say because it's flu season. The end of February, beginning of March is definitely a peak season for Flu season as DC is 77 degrees today, and it's going to be 40 degrees by Saturday, and with threats of snow. I'm just like, oh, no daps. I'm not hand- shaking no hands. No air fist bumps. <laughs> I'm just cross arming girls. But I could blame Wakanda. Out. I could just like, yeah, I could blame Wakanda forever. And wow, be, that's it. Thank from- you for getting me out of that because I really didn't know it. I was like, no, I don't shake hands. Mm, get away from me. Yeah, just just do it. And even the white people will be like, ooh, look, this is cool. Yeah. So. It's- a hot yeah. topic. We RIP'd the fuck out of that. <laughs> and found the way of reasons. <laughs> Shout out to you, our nurse on staff. Uh huh. <laughs> Keeping you girls healthy. Almost. Some of you got some. Well, mm. um, this is your <laughs> colorful commentary and everything black, gay, and in the intersections in between. I am the Superman, T H E E S U P A M A N. I am AKA the other light skinned Key Sweat. BKA, the boy member of the Dormelage. And my name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters and of course RonaldMatters.com. Um, I'm being up honored with the Public Service Award for my writing <laughs> next month. So I will tell y'all more about that at the end when we do other things. Come on, awards. Stacking up. Um, yeah. We need, a, we need a, a case at this point. Oh my god! I don't want the uh, Monique case, but yeah, yeah. so something. we can so we can do videos in front something of where you can turn the lights on and then turn the lights off. Because turn the lights on. I'm humble. You know, turn the lights on when I'm being flesh, but turn the light off when I'm being humble. Mm, and you only be <laughs> humble. Never mind. What's uh, our icebreaker this week? Our icebreaker this week is name someone straight that you want to turn gay, and also name someone gay that you'd want to turn straight. Well, of course, you know my favorite. Um, he shares the same birthday as Beyonce, Mr. Marcus. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Um, so you turn Mr. Marcus gay. Like, you, you, we, we would have to erase all this good-ass porn that he's done. Yeah. And hope that he made it into gay porn. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. And in the same vein, can we take Ace Rockwood and make him heterosexual for real? Because no. whatever Ace Rockwood's new name is as a heterosexual performer... I can watch his heterosexual porn videos. I cannot watch him in a gay porn video. I was like, yeah. you know, since I'm delving into him as a straight performer, let me go Come back on, and watch he got some of the ass. gay ones. I still can't. I don't. Yeah, his straight so, porn is way better. And I, I, always take a, I always take offense because all his gay porn is with condoms, and then all his straight porn is without condoms. I'm like, why are you trusting these straight bitches more than you trust the gay man? Uh-oh. They all are susceptible. Um... Can't but, trust no nigga, no, no. Kanye mm, told y'all that. Ooh, well, mm. get the casket. Hey, mm. multiple caskets. <laughs> Learn the casket. Put, put, put the bookmark. Right casket in. sharp. Put the bookmark right in there. <laughs> we'll we'll come right back to that page. Um, someone straight that I would want to turn gay. Uh, obviously in the vein of everything Black Pan- Black Panther, Michael B. Jordan. Uh, we also want to turn him into Black 
loving and black affirming while we're at it. Um, someone gay that I won't want to turn straight. Andrew Caldwell. Yeah, we don't need him on. Mm-mm. Women's, women's, women's. We don't need him on this team. Uh, he was on Instagram live and said, I got to go, y'all. I got to find me a woman. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> I got to go. Just y'all. go. Just go. <laughs> you don't have to go and find a woman. Just go. Uh, less announcements. <laughs> less just, just motherfucking go. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, hopefully our word of the day is something that um, coincides with um, caskets or <laughs> gender bending. <laughs> Uh, Gender non-conforming or something. Mm. I don't know. Well, our word of the day is actually um, less about gender and more about race. Okay. Um, the, the word of the day this week is diaspora. Diaspora. You picked a big old real good word. Yeah. You was picking like stuff from got, Urban it, Dictionary first. Well, we got size queens out there and they want me to pick big words and so they can feel, you know, full complete on the inside okay and so um the word of the day is diaspora i felt that diaspora was extremely important because again in the black panther debates we have seen black and african people show their ass about their motherfucking opinions Uh and i would like to make sure that we spotlight what the fuck diaspora really means um it really was popular because of um the jewish holocaust but the word transcended the jewish holocaust and included uh, blackness that is outside of africa and inside of the caribbean islands and inside of the united states of america and inside of parts of europe and i felt like it was extremely important because a lot of people were talking about well black people are appropriating african culture by wearing kente cloth and african garb and all kinds of other things to the black panther premiere i'm like how can i appropriate something that's still mine it's, it's still mine. I don't have to have been grown up in Africa one day of my life to mm-hmm. not have African ancestry. Mm-hmm. And so that shit is still fucking mine. And when y'all do y'all 23 and me results and it still points back to y'all don't like to talk about it, but yeah, y'all got, y'all, okay, get it together.org.gov, whatever you need to, but get out of my face. How about that? And get you some facts. That's the most important part. Um, stop trying to propagate this lie and idea that African Americans don't have African in front of American. I'm African and then I'm American. Come on. And I'm also part of the diaspora and being part of the diaspora means I can still wear anything from my culture, whether it be my African culture, whether it be my Spanish culture, whether it be any culture that I really am, that's still my culture. And you can't take that from me and you can't, Misidentified. Oh, and you can't take it from me either. Um, I know because I'm them, y'all would like to try to fight me first. But um I got friends, so yeah, it's mine as well. Um uh, and his friends have warrants and shit. So And their mask. Yeah, so we li- we liable <laughs> to fight. We are liable to fight in the street. Um But shout out to Black Panther though. Yes. Are we moving on to hot topics? Absolutely. Because I feel like we could spend forty five minutes and um if this the only hot topic this week, I'm not opposed. But I wish it was because we would, we would and could talk okay. about it for the whole episode, but we're not. But we're only gonna talk about it for five seconds. Black Panther was absolutely again. I'm not. I'm. We're not gonna spoil it for anyone that has not seen it. If you have not seen, it, I don't know. Nope. No. Uh. Uh-uh. The internet you... agreed. The internet agreed that we would wait till Monday before we start posting our think pieces, spoiler alerts, and things. Mm-hmm. 
And today is Wednesday, so we can definitely talk about these things at this point. Well, the thing pieces is is why I got to the diaspora point of Mm -hmm. why that needed to be a word of the day, because people obviously were missing that part of the subject. Um, But aside from that, Black Panther was absolutely the blackest thing. Amazing. It was amazing. Again. Brilliant. Just like everyone else has told you, it is absolutely amazing. It gets our here for it stamp. Um, but it's the blackest thing that you have ever seen. I think they said 235 million, which beat the last Marvel 235 movie. million domestically, 404 million worldwide, which made it the biggest <sighs> opening of a four day movie ever. So, does ever! Mr. Kukler get a uh, rebound check on the back end? Because I would like to give him my back end if on the front end mm. and the back end. So, so, listening to that nigga talk. Mm. It's very Oakland. That it is very Oakland, <laughs> so but, it's, Oakland. but it's just so it's Trey like, and you know he. Mm, I, I'm not anyway. But uh, I like him without look. I'm look, like look. That's a nice look, Clint. Yeah, we're was, doing Google images of him, Ryan Coogler. Yeah, he's absolutely big chocolate. See, I see why Michael B. Jordan is giving up the Bujanas. Um, and doing multiple movies with him, award winning because Fruitvale Station was a hit. The last movie they did was Creed. A hit. This movie's a hit. Um, they're getting never... ready to do Creed 2, which is going to be a hit. They're doing two other movies. Um, Michael Bay Jordan is going to do play a Silver Right something. Yes. And then there, there's going to be an appearance in the school teachers. That, it was 11 school teachers in Atlanta who cheated records or something like that on school government tests. And so they, they went all went to jail. And then so they're about to do a movie. Shout out to when... Um, they said they were a team. Mm. Kugler and Michael Bay Jordan. I just would like them to team up on hashtag award winning. Team up on me if they're gonna be a team. Oh, so these are two men you want to turn LGBT? Well, you said Michael Bay at first. Yeah, I, I yeah, my stories have not changed. <laughs> Consistent tease come through. Um, but again, as far as Black Panther being the blackest oh. thing that you have ever seen, it is blacker than Kool Aid with a whole bag mm-hmm. of sugar. It is blacker than standing in a mile as long line for jays because that's what we do um it's blacker than um when miles fucked faith at the um goddamn no. recital hall that was black and then he showed up to sunday dinner like nick no you can't come over here this is my mama house how did trade get here he tried the fuck out of it all right now he wasn't supposed to be he here. was not <laughs> sir have work do something it's blacker than putting the cable in your baby's name Oh my god. We put the light bill in my well they they put the light bill in my name. But. Um and so the smallest spoiler I can give y'all without spoiling if you have not seen it is obviously Beyonce Catfish Dust. Um we thought that Beyonce might be somewhere in the soundtrack. Y'all of assumed. It. We thought maybe she was just in y'all the back. Assumed. Like as an extra somewhere or she was just a random queen in the back because of course Beyonce should be in the movie. But she catfished. She just literally just dressed up as Black Panther all weekend. Mm-hmm. It had nothing to do with it. Um, to my light-skinned brethren. Yeah, because on the Love B. Scott podcast, him and his co-host were saying, where would we fit? Because Love B. Scott is real light-skinned, and his co-host is definitely like high yellow. I love the Love B. Scott podcast. Go listen to that if you haven't. But um, I was like, I don't know where they would go, and I feel so bad because they don't need to go. Oh. And that's the problem. And that, and that's that's oh. the issue that I saw so many light skinned tears on the internet crying about. Well, why weren't we 
represented in this movie about black people because you are represented in every other movie about black people uh-huh. all of the time you there is never an opportunity for a light-skinned man or a light-skinned woman to not be in something and so this was an opportunity for dark-skinned people to shine you don't have to take away from their shine to be on the pedestal you've been on the pedestal find any other black movie black horror black comedy black porn you can find a light-skinned actor or actress. You, y'all don't have no shortage of jobs. Um, and th- to see the outcry of light-skinned people talking about they weren't represented in Black Panther, I, I just, your white is showing. That's that's all that I could think of about that. Your white is showing. The, the, the parts of you that are white that want to be shown in something that's supposed to be diverse, that's supposed to not just be about you, your white is showing. And I see you. One of the ladies um, in the Dora Milaje is supposed Dora to be LGBT, um, and she was questioned about if her if the one if there was a scene for her character mm-hmm. where they did some things, and then two, why was it cut? Um, and she responded gracefully. She was like, you know, there's so much that we have to tell the people that come to see the movie right now. Like, what is Wakanda? What is the Black Panther about? What are the goals of our nation, and what we're trying to do? So. Uh, if there was or if there was to be an LGBT um, kissing scene between two lesbians, I mean, there's it's so much more going on in the storytelling of the first movie. Um, just support the first movie and stay tuned. And then that way you can get more of what's going on in Wakanda and you can get that LGBT representation that so few, so many of you seem to be looking for. And I think that that's very gracious because we've all got to... There was so much, and I just feel like there could have been so much more. <laughs> yeah, I agree, and, and I, so I'm not—I'm not even holding it against the first Black Panther movie because I knew that you know they had to establish themselves. You know, yeah. like if you go into a sex party, you can't just go in and be like, "I'm verse, I'm verse tonight." No, 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 go in with your dick or go in with your ass. You gotta leave with you leave one. With, leave with what you got, and Black Panther led with what it got. Now, <laughs> in the comics. There are members of the Dormelage that are lesbians, mm-hmm. just like in the comics there are members of the Amazons with Wonder Woman that are lesbians. They didn't show those in the first movie. So, in, in both instances of Wonder Woman or Black Panther. So, I let that slide. Yeah, it was now, the first one. They had a lot to show yeah. us. Now, come the sequel, I'm going to need somebody to at least be sniffing cat or something. Oh. On, on either one. On Wonder Woman or okay. the Black Panther because... There is so much uh, canon fodder of um, lesbianism in the especially Dorm- in Wonder Woman in the Amazon uh, All Woman Island in the Amazon. There's got to be some something and in the Dormelage, and so I just I need a little sniff of somebody that might lick a clit. I just need a little sniff of it. Well, I will also before uh, we move on from Black Panther, I will also like to if y'all if someone out there is a friend of Stacey Dash. Please go check on her. Wow. Please go check on her. What did she have to do with Black Panther? She don't. She don't. But all of this black shit, it might take her out. Oh my gosh. All this black excellence. Yeah. It might take her oh out. My it's Black History Month. We making all this money out here. We saying right things in the media. I just want somebody to check on our clueless sister. Um, <laughs> oh no. Hashtag clueless. It's not a joke. She is <laughs> No. She's, she's clueless. No. She's clueless. Um, I just make sure she okay. Oh my God. So. That's all I want to say on that. Well, Black Panther is amazing. I plan to go see it again this weekend. I feel bad for whatever movie's coming out because nothing's coming out till March. 
And that was the plan. And oh. so I'm excited for the white people that instituted that plan behind uh-huh. this uh-huh. to say, you know, there's nothing. The financial else girls. Out. Yeah, there's the nothing financial girls out. like you all of Black History out Month. This week. Let's just slay the whole weekend. Don't put your new single out. Don't no new videos. Yeah. No, unless it's black power. Yeah. I would encourage the music industry to do the same real soon mm-hmm. because Beyonce took her braids out. So um, and also Nicki Minaj is missing And Birdman was on an interview today Talking about she's in the studio I was like oh shit <sighs> Alright Nicki Minaj is in the studio And Beyonce just took her braids down Get your Get your uh, Get your taxes And put it in a savings account You can't touch until April 21st minimum. A bond A bond Get it um, in something I was gonna save that till a little bit later But then you said that uh, So I guess we'll go there uh, Miss Wendy Williams Oh Continues continues to try things and i see her for her works now so like previously i, I was like oh, i don't understand this beyonce hate mm-hmm. i didn't understand because i'm like you're also a fan of music you're a fan of lots of different music you're a fan of old school music you're a fan of new school music but you just can't get with this one girl and so with her hate today about beyonce needing auto-tune i figured it out okay she wanted war with the hive and she wanted people to be talking about something that she said on the show for people to be looking at her future episodes because it's about to be sweeps week mm. and so since it's about to be sweeps week let me just say something to make the, yeah, sweeps the girls come up in march april yeah days. let I me say something right now let me say something to rile the girls up mm-hmm. and the girls are gonna be watching me to say see if i say something else um and even if i don't they watching me okay and so i saw the business model in it and so I didn't hate her as much after I saw that. I was like, all right, make a check. But I know you don't believe that. Because she said Mariah Carey in the same breath didn't need auto-tune. So um, definitely as a person who looks at the number one talk show um, was off the air for three days because its host has um, flu-like symptoms, suffering from her thyroid, things going on. She's got to come back hard and fast because she's got to make up for three business days. Mm-hmm. Imagine if you went to work and your check was short for three days. Like, girl, um, I can't go to um, Sunday Fun Day with y'all this pay period because, girl, child, 50 to 62% of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. Um, so I'm like, mm, I can't go to Sunday Fun Day with y'all. And then she was just off with flu like symptoms. And her, she came back and said, My thyroid was acting up and my medicine was off, and I had to do blah, blah, blah. But she can't let y'all know that, like, oh, I will say something reckless and I'm still coming at your necks. So even though that's my journalism fave, I went to college, I studied journalism. I'm excited about all things journalistic, and, and including counting as many times as she says allegedly in one show. Mm. Um, so she don't get sued or mm. reportedly mm. um but she's been off work for three days she's got to come back strong she's got to come back hard she's got to hit you and so it's going against beyonce going against cassie and diddy being together going against jamie fox and um katie holmes you know she's got to go against all of the heavy hitters where she know if i say this this will cause a stir on the internet cause a stir in some gossip magazines because i need people to know i took three days off work and they need to tune in tomorrow to see what else i'm gonna say yeah it's definitely and so that's why i respected the game that's why i respected the game and didn't take it as personal as some of the other still one of my faves i won't say that but my faves the rest of the hob um continue to get her ass said um they got her ass together y'all let it work y'all supposed to we're beyonce we're beyonce fans you know 
people heavy is the head that wears the crown and there's only one head wearing crowns right now amen okay and she took her braids out recently so we know uh, the, uh, anyway. oh my god mm. so uh also on. uh black china has saw another sucker can we move on and she decided that she wanted to lick that sucker I perform better than that. And I know that you're not a thing thing, but you perform better than that when it's your turn to perform. If you was going to. Every time that I do put my mouth to a dick, it ain't that. Uh, I'll just leave that there. Um, Black China. I said let's move on. (laughs) Black China decided. Are you trying to be the T.S. Madison and I'm the Kaya? Because I just asked us to move on. You didn't move on. You're going to have to walk off set. Oh, wow. Um. Black okay. China decided she was gonna suck this sucker, and um, yeah, she was gonna do something, but sucking it ain't what she did. She didn't do that, and there was also a camera in her face doing this fuckery on her phone. So we're recording the video on your phone. Are you still gonna be embarrassing? <laughs> I wish the fuck. I wish the fuck somebody was recording me sucking dick, and I'm not showing the fuck out. I'm like, oh, well, I'm being recorded. Let me. Go to, I'm going the extra. I'm about to be. I'm. A, I'm. Because I, I want to look back at the video and say like I did that. I, I did that. I don't. I'm. A, I'm not. I'm not ashamed of this being posted because look at this nigga almost nutted in my eyeball because all of the things that I did. I just don't know. And she just did the the utter least of she somebody the bare she, minimum of somebody that should be on genius level of sucking dick. Like you are a stripper. I'm not saying you had to suck dick to be a stripper. Nope. I'm just saying it came with the job. Mm-hmm. Um, not it came. It didn't come. That's oh, the problem. Wow. That's that was. And rumor has it there's another video of him hitting it from the back or something, and she was acting like she could. Um, I just would like Black China to make sure that she subscribes to Here for a podcast because obviously she did not hear um, one of our previous episodes titled "Suck It," where I told the girls suck the dick. Suck the goddamn dick. Why are you playing with the dick? If you don't want to suck the dick, stop putting it in your mouth. Stop asking niggas to put it in your mouth direction. Stop fool our line. Babe, and go all the way. Suck the dick. Are you trying to suck dick or are you trying to play? I want you to put it all the way in. Suck the motherfucking dick. I said this on a previous episode. Go back to that episode if you haven't heard it. I um have very colorful commentary about it. Yeah. And that still remains for Angela Black China, whatever her name is. Yep. Um, also, happy birthday to Rihanna. Happy birthday, Rihanna. Rihanna deserves Rihanna! to have a fucking high ass. <sighs> happy birthday. She's a reportedly 30 fu- years old. She's reportedly fucking a billionaire right now. So get money. Um, why would she not be? Uh, yeah. Actress. Um, mm. singer. Okay. No, she's an actress second singer. Mm. Yeah. Um, actress, Ooh, this not, mm, we love you, Rihanna. We just this not up. going away. That's, you do so many things. I don't birthday. know which mm. way to put the things in order. Yes, mm. I just we just love you, so we're just gonna leave that there. What's your favorite Rihanna song? Uh, right? California King Bib. I really don't have a favorite song. I just remember what rated R meant and what um loud meant after that. So, but I I love the um I like Rude Boy though. Rude Boy just takes mm. me up. Want you to make me what was that what that other album No Apologies? What was that called? Where she was where she had the graffiti all over her body. Um with Fresh Off the Runway on it. Yeah. No, no it wasn't Talk That Talk. Um Oh shit. I'm not Unapologetic. 
Yes, that was a good album. So that was my favorite Rihanna era because Rihanna knew who the fuck she was in that moment and uh, she did wore it everywhere and told y'all who the fuck she was. And so that was my favorite Rihanna era because it's Rihanna Day apparently. Uh-oh. Um and. 30. Come on, Diamonds. Diamonds was the lead single off that album. And Diamonds is her best vocal performance oh my, her best of her vocal. life. Well, Love on the Brain is definitely her second. Well, she didn't do that well live a whole bunch of times. But we're not we're not talking about that. Rihanna, we love you. We do. Um, Offset has given his reasons of why he proposed to Cardi B. And I'm not here for it. I don't I needed um, that song to go up on the charts or something, he said. What did he say? I, one, for Motorsport. Yeah. Two, because the record label told me to. Three, because I love that bitch. What? I think he said, I got love. I got, sure. I got love or something. I was like, I got love. I'm, that ain't the first thing you said? First of all, that's not the first thing. Yeah, that's, that's, that's where, that's where whoa, I'm at right whoa, now. Whoa, 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 whoa. When you decide to <laughs> propose to any bitch or man, um, the first reason that you should be proposing to them is because you love them so much and you want to spend the rest of your life with them and mm-hmm. um, the dick and the pussy is amazing and you very LGBT yeah that's okay. all, all, you, those are the things that you decide you want to marry them for not mm-hmm. because y'all got a single coming out <laughs> and because the Nicki Minaj feature didn't work and oh so uh, he's being combative today, and I'm are not you, going. Are you the Kaya again? I'm over to the man. So we just switching roles. You just uh, this is not a versatile podcast. I want y'all to know that. <laughs> off-top. Um, oh, and we get in trouble for that. But I, fuck them. We um, can't because at some point you got to be a top, and you I've got to be a bottom or something. I don't know. Well, what's tag? Let's tag. Tag in and tag out. I'm like, oh, this is a bottom mm. for me. Well, I'm like, oh, this is the top mm, for you. Oh, yes, definitely. Um, yeah. Nine zero one. Answer him the number. <laughs> um, also, while we're talking about business partner relationships, <laughs> okay, tag your it. No one wins when the family feuds is what uh, Jay Z told y'all. Didn't Jay Z just come out with a video in the church? Yeah, no one wins when the family feuds, and um, we saw it up close and personal this weekend with the Queen's Court. Um, I had the pleasure and distinction of being on a panel with T.S. Madison and, and Kaya. I was going to say Queen Kaya, okay. but I didn't know if that's her new name. All right. Just Kaya. Okay. The Queen's Court and I and a couple other members of Impulse yeah. DC. Shout out Planned to AJ. Parenthood. Shout out to AJ. They were Team Condom. Mm-hmm. And shout, shout out, out to-, to my partner, Devin. Uh, uh-huh. Who was team prep? We had a really good, really good, healthy conversation. It's on YouTube. Impulse DC condom versus prep. It will come up. No pause. Um, I I searched it so I know it's there. But also go to Facebook Impulse Group DC. They have it on their feed. My friend did so good. I know you're about to go into a lot of different things, but I first have to say, Ezra Coles, you did amazing. Thanks. Amazing. Um. The most important part, again, like I've been talking about for forty-seven thousand episodes of this, is and I'm team sure condom, but that's cool. Um, <laughs> you so sweet. Uh, is to make sure that we save lives. Okay. Um, before prep came along, there were tens of millions of people that died because they didn't have anything else. And so, if we save a life, that's all I'm here for. I'm also here for Patreon. Um, and so, if you're not subscribed <laughs> to our Patreon. Uh, that would be really nice and dope if you did that. A dollar a day can feed a nigga. Thanks. Um, but what I'm getting to is 
the, yeah. the family is feuding over at the Queen's Court, and obviously the family is is about to be in a divorce slash breakup slash get the kids scenario. Um, being right there next to them, seeing their quote unquote chemistry, mm-hmm. I see the problem. The problem is Kaya and T.S. Madison can be cute friends, but not business partners. They have completely different business strategies. They have completely different wants, desires, and goals business-wise, and it's never going to work until one of them decides that they want to be on par with the other. And I'm not going to point no fingers at nobody. I'm just going to say what I saw and what I reported. I'm reporting, you were on the panel. I'm reporting live. From the panel. Are, they are cute friends. They are really good friends. They are horrible business partners. And I saw that play out throughout the weekend. I saw it play out right in my face. I was like, hmm. I see, I see why y'all have problems. They also both took to Instagram Live to read each other and read each other's issues. And I'm the, still Team Madison. I am as well. Um, I, I saw after your thing that y'all did, I saw Madison after taking pictures with us and after looking and, yes, baby, I love you. Tune in, March, whatever she was, the Queen's Quiz coming. I saw T.S. Madison after doing that. Where Kai was? Kai left immediately after the gig. Again, I couldn't tell again, you. no shade. I loved... I didn't see her. I'm not saying she left. I'm just saying no, I did she... not see her. I saw her leave. Oh, okay. She was there first, um, which surprised me because I was like, Kai being early to something. Mm-hmm. I guess it was drinks. Drinks was free. Okay. Whatever. Impulse um, has a lot of great, amazing things going they're on. They're not going to invite me back after this shit. Uh, <laughs> anyway, no, Kai we love was... Impulse. Impulse will invite. We us do. Back. We do. But anyway, Kyle was there first. She she was there before we got there. Mm-hmm. Which again, I'm like, I'm right. like, girl, we walked in at one thirty. How's she already here? So she was there early. Kudos, congrats to her for that. Mm-hmm. But she left as soon as the gig was over. As soon as fan involvement. Maybe and fan... her plane her plane left. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe she her flight was different than Tia's flight. Because apparently, according to the girls, that on Friday night their hotels was completely different as well. But they were completely different because one didn't want to stay in the same hotel. And we know who caused that, so. But anyway, um, again, like I said, the no one wins when the family feuds. And so if you cannot get together with your friend to do something business-wise, do not try to do no business with your friend. And I say that to while say I'm this. sitting next to a friend doing business. All right now. I would never do business with someone that I felt like did not want to do the same business that I want to do. If you just want to do this for fun shits, giggles, you're not trying to be in business with me. No, you're at all. seriously not. I'm trying my analytics and my statistics and I'm very... And I'm trying to make a wave. <laughs> I'm trying to make a wave. I'm trying to save lives. I'm trying to make a wave. I'm trying to make a name for myself. Very. I'm trying to make a name for black gay men. Mm-hmm. And if you're not on that wave, don't get, on the, don't get on the surfboard with me. Bye. And that's the problem that I see with the, with the Queen's Court. I wish them the best of luck. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I want T.S. Oh, sorry to cut you off. No good. I know we was you were having a serious moment. I want T.S. to go get someone who's in the LGBT community making things happen. Not necessarily Funky Dineva. I don't think that's going to be But um, I want her to go get someone who is serious about black LGBT lives. Possibly another trans person. I would live. Oh, yeah. We are on all of the panels and we go get all the awards. Oh, I'm going to get emotional. But, you know, I want T.S. Madison to go get another T.S. person. It's T.S. Madison and T.S. so-and-so. And us trans girls out here, we have voices and opinions and 
TS this because if if it's not for um these men accomplishing their needs at the lowest level of anything that they will have sex with, imagine mm, queer men looking to marry. Looking, I sat on a panel in Houston at the um YBG Center for Life. Black Equity, and I saw they had a whole trans panel, and it was like you had to be there. I I can't explain it, but. Black trans women endure so much. Like, the black woman endure so much. Uh, imagine being a trans woman, being on the street, being a sex worker. At least if you're a black woman, black men kind of sort of respect you. They'll demean you on a song because they think it's cute with their friends. But, like, you have a much higher respect. as black trans women walking the street. I just really want to get this seven to ten minutes out and i just you're trash and t.s medicine talks all the time about how she was robbed on the streets and still had to get back out there and recoup what the fuck she lost imagine having 230 dollars tonight and then at 3 20 a.m losing all of it because some trade robbed you you know like i want uh, this is my vision but i don't know what your vision is do you see kaya coming back or what do you see happening for the there's no court. way. I don't um, know. There's no way that if I was T.S. Madison, I would work with Kaya again. I, just I would can't. do. I think they have like two or three more bookings left. I would just be at the most peaceful that I can be throughout them bookings, and then continue to let my star rise because T.S. Madison has done everything she can to be diplomatic, platonic, lol. Um, you know, just you know, regal. Yeah, and Kaya's out here just trying to be a valued daughter of Christ, and that's it. A valued daughter or the other Mary? A great value. Great value. Uh, I'm like, she out here being the light-skinned Mary, not the Erica Campbell Mary. I don't even know what the other Mary name is. The good one. Yeah, there's only one good Mary and one bad Mary. And that, the gag is, it's the same in the Bible and the same in reality. Oh, no, the other one's Mary Magdalene. Oh, um, so moving on. <laughs> uh... This week in sexual health, I wanted to discuss... Before you do sexual health... Okay. Um, thank you guys so much for following us on the internet at HereForWebPod. Going to HereForWebPod.com. And of course, using our official hashtag, HereForWebHive. Um, this morning, we gave a shout out to three amazing men who have always supported us. And so, it's the social media... And it was cute. Okay. And um, I've decided that I'm going to do MCM, um, you know, Here For It Hive members. Like our photos, leave us great comments, and you could be our MCM on Here For It Podcast. So I'm going to do Here For It Hive, MCM. Or should I not do MCM? I don't know. I haven't fleshed it out, no pause. But thank you guys. We love you so much. We don't even know how to show you all the love that you deserve. I just don't. And we're going to continue to figure out ways to show you that love. And if you would like to also be subscribed oh. to the love that we're about to show our Here For A Hive members, you can go over to our Patreon, our Here For A Podcast, and donate at least $1. $1 a month. I'm right now. And you can get a shout out on the Superman's Instagram. That sounds like paying for a shout out. We're not a S4S type of girl. No. I don't know what you're saying, but I'm... Um, Draw a good conclusion from it anyway. Well, I don't necessarily have to shout them out. I can shout out their charity. I can shout out their oh, business. Be great. Yeah, I don't necessarily have to do a personal shout out. I can do a a, a business shout out, especially if it's a you black like business. Twenty nine, thirty thousand followers, or a black gay business is which I would love the most. Um, Amen. Or you know a charity or an event coming up where 
black gay men should be supporting it and should be knowing about it. Shout out to the Blairisms because you've been great as a brand ambassador for the Blairisms. And uh, I see them continue to grow and, you know, all their celebrity endorsements. But the Blairisms continue to have a successful t-shirt line because of the black gay community and i love that confirmed we just got to get with the winning teams and so i want y'all to get with the winning team and go over to our patreon um and expose yourself in sexual health mm. uh. um this week in sexual health i want to talk about prejudice versus preference because prejudice versus, i'm listening okay prejudice versus preference uh because it's an ongoing conversation and no one seems to have the right answer to it and so I at least wanted to pose the question, throw it out there, and I want y'all to comment down below in the SoundCloud, in the iTunes comments, iTunes. That was very Apple nini- Podcasts. That was very neat leaks of me. <laughs> in the Bridemaid comments, um, and let me know what you all think, and is there really a difference or a um, is it? Is it really wrong? Like sometimes people feel like their preference is not prejudiced, but it really is really prejudiced. Um, so no fats, no fems. Is that a prejudice? The obvious one. Yeah, okay. that's the biggest and obvious one. Is that a prejudice or a preference? Um, as much as it occurs, I want to say that it's a prejudice, but I also understand it as a preference because the search for masculinity in a lot of men is so. Prevalent, but you also said the search for masculinity is a feminine trait. You said that in it's another rooted, episode. Yeah, it's rooted in femininity, and it's so I in, get confused. So the search for masculinity is rooted rooted in femininity because you can't find that same masculinity within yourself, and that's mm-hmm. why you seek it in other people, um, and that's what makes it a feminine trait. It's like. Well, uh, well, that's what a female would do. A female would be searching. I for like the, this, so I'm yeah, here on the a hunt. female would be searching for the most masculine, the most quote unquote trade type of nigga because she's not that, and she wants to complete herself quote unquote by finding that masculinity that she lacks. And I see that same thing in the gay men and the gay culture and looking for masculinity that they don't have, and then saying. Oh, well, I'm masculine, but I'm also looking for a masculine man. But, but you got jail tips. How how where is? I mean, there's nothing wrong with getting your nails done, but you have jail tips, ma'am. You have jail tips on your hands and on your feet. Jail tips last longer, no shade. <laughs> but <laughs> this is why he looked for masculinity. But no, that's not why I look for masculinity because I like I like high quality products, so that makes me feel. I'm not saying defend it, but I'm just saying acknowledge it. Uh, gel tips don't equal high quality. Okay. Like, you can get a high quality manicure without getting gel tips. I've gotten plenty of high quality manicure. Okay. That's all you're going to get out of me. Plenty of high quality manicures and pedicures without getting the gel treatment. Okay. And these these toes and these fingers. You need acrylic on them toes, no gag. That's the problem. See that again? Get the casket for them toes. So we need to figure out when it is preferential and when it is prejudicial. Um, And so when it's prejudicial, it's meaning you are excluding people because of something that you inwardly dislike. Okay. Not because it's something that you're just, I'm not attracted to that. Okay. Like, I may not necessarily be attracted to small people. 
and when I say small people, like AK, midgets, dwarves. Yes, I may not necessarily things. be attracted to that, but I might see one that's like that look like Michael B. Jordan and he three foot five. I'm like, you know what? I ain't never done nothing like this, but let me let me fuck around with it. Oh look, I have a thing like me. Let me, yeah, you know what I'm with it. What's yes. that? See what happened. We take them clothes off, it might be a whole different situation. It usually is. Mm. Um, and so th- that would be me stating my preferences, and then my preferences being challenged, and me not falling into the the norms of being prejudiced and saying, "Oh well, no, I can't do nobody that's three foot five. That's just not me. I don't feel like that. I can't do that. I can't take that home to my mama." That's the difference between prejudiced and preferential. Okay. Um. And in sexual health, I want to make sure that we know the differences between the same things because oftentimes we say, oh, well, that's just my preference. I'm like, no, is your preference rooted in prejudice? Because if your preference is rooted in prejudice, then it's not a preference. I can prefer to have oranges over bananas, but am I not having bananas because it look like dicks and I feel like when I eat a banana in public, I look like a bottom because I swallowed the whole thing whole. Get your life together. Oh, wow. That was a lot. Because I do like bananas because <laughs> they're great for potassium and they give you great short bursts of energy. Mm. Usually when people are getting ready to go to bursts the gym. in your mouth. Yeah, short bursts. Amazing. Mm. This week in social studies, um, the headline I wrote was telling your friends everything about your relationship. Because I watched... Hated it. Ma- Married to Medicine this um, Friday, and then... Oh, damn, I was getting there. Real Housewives of Atlanta on Sunday. And Dr. Heavily felt like she had learned so much about her friends and their relationships that she had wrote down all of these questions and told them to come sit in the chair, and she was going to ask them questions and as the quote-unquote relationship expert. And she was going to, you know, make them answer these questions as a couple, and they were going to come closer. Pause. Um, Because... Child, what? I don't know. And then on Sunday, Real Housewives of Atlanta closed with um, Eva Marcel telling Cynthia Bailey that she knew something about her of a current boo. And then this week's episode opened with shit. Portia um, Stewart knows something about Cynthia Bailey's man as well. And so I just have to tell you this as your friend, sweetheart, sweetheart. Y'all need to calm down with what y'all are telling your friends when you are in a relationship. What about your friends? Um, Nick Matiash with Marriage.com listed a blog article. He posted a blog article. 12 things to never tell your friends about your relationship. How big his dick is. Three things we're going to discuss on this podcast. Here for a pod. Um, your sex life. I disagree with this one a little bit. Openly. No pause. Um, because it, he wrote, no one needs to know how many times you've done it in the past month or how tame or wild it is. Mm. I disagree with that because usually with my friends, maybe it's just because I'm friends with tops. I know that when they haven't um, done things, they get weird. They start acting weird. Me, I just feel like as they, I just... And it's not just a per person thing. They just need to be with the bottom and have the caresses and the touches or maybe even just the physical thing in the thing. And maybe they get somewhere they need to go for the short period of time. But as their 
friend that I know, like, mm, it's not even that he just needs something serious right now. He just need to get something off his off his stuff, mm-hmm. off <laughs> so his balls. I disagree with that one a little bit. The second one that Nick said was, anything that you haven't told Bay, don't tell your friends. If you feel like his sex needs improvement, if you feel like he isn't masked enough, or if you want him to top you more often, or, you know, anything you haven't told Bay, like, oh my gosh, I really wish he would just go back to school and get that something, and do tell his mother, get his mother in line about this. If you haven't told him, do not tell your friends, because in an argument, even as the Superman's friend, the first thing I'm bringing up when I want to cut him deep and sharp i'm gonna bring up what his man ain't doing for my friend ain't dead or he ain't masked enough or if he don't do enough positions for my friend and this go wow so you over there to tell her Rona matters i don't do you in this position or and they all think that already <laughs> they already think that. so of course me saying that out loud was just go jail that'll fuck him <laughs> up the third thing is details of your latest fight don't tell your friend don't tell your friends details of your latest fight. Tell Unless them. it includes domestic violence, then definitely do tell your friends and tell the police. Um, I was going to, the description is the smallest little fight. Oh my gosh, he didn't cook or he didn't make this or he didn't do this or but those little small fights, the small ones you don't have to tell your friends about because all relationships have nuances. There's things you don't like about your mother. Things you don't like about your best friend. Things you don't like about your man. Child, there are little small nuances. So you don't have to tell your friends the details of the latest fight unless it's something major. Um, So shout out to marriage.com. I will leave the link in the description below. But I was trying to think of a today's task for this, but I really don't know. Tip your waitress. That's the task. <laughs> Just make sure you tip your waitress but yeah, in the words of Lafayette. Telling your friends... Everything about your relationship can get you in trouble because you end up on vacation. And then Dr. Heavily was like, can you come sit in my chair with your man so I can ask you what's going wrong with your relationship? And then you'll be like, mm, get the f- ch- ch- get scoot. Because your, your, what's normal for you and your marriage and your relationship isn't the same as what's going on over here. Absolutely. Um, and Married to Medicine continues to be the best reality TV show that we have on in 2018 and probably in a long time as well. It is so, so fucking good. It smiles better than every other reality TV show that we're currently watching. It's so good. What's the song and for your soul this week? Um, The song for my soul this week, um, there was a tie. Uh-oh. Uh, and the first one is gonna be extremely everyone knows this one um but i heard it and then i heard it like i heard like my soul heard it like i've heard it before and i was like oh that's cute Mm -hmm. but then i heard it again like i heard it like i heard it with the beats headphones on and i had smoked a j right before and you know you after you smoke a j and then you hear something not a little j what's that i don't smoke i don't don't smoke weed. well figuratively yeah (laughs) anyway um but after i heard the song i was just like that's that's just it's so deep and mm, no pause. Um, the first one is by Daniel Caesar and her H E R, um, and it's called the best part. Um, the reason, like I said, that I was that I was torn about this one is because it's new. It's extremely new, and I don't hear that much neo soul often. 
mm-hmm. anymore. Not in, anymore. In the last few years. Like, I hear R&B. R&B ain't going nowhere. But Neo Soul just feels like it took a fucking break. And when I heard this song and I heard it, like, really heard it, I was like, that's that's a Neo Soul ass song. Mm-hmm. So if you've never heard Best Part by Daniel Caesar and her, definitely go check it out. Um, I'm sure a lot of you guys have, but it's just... It's Neo Soul. It's what Neo Soul should be in 2018. But the real song for my soul this week is uh, Dreams. It is a song by Boots, which no one knew who he was. Before Beyonce. Before Beyonce. And then Beyonce uh, put her legendary non-auto-tuned ass vocals on it. Come on. And made it the song for my soul this week. Um, Boots is the song... That you can close your eyes to and meditate on Michael B. Jordan not being um, into just white women. He's into you, and like he's he's your forever after. There are really not many words that I can describe um, dreams with because it's just it's it's it's, it's ethereal. It's extremely lyrical. It's it's amazing. Um, and what Beyonce adds to it, it just would never have been a song without her. And I say uh-huh. that with without even being a full Beyonce fan in like just a music fan. I'm a music fan first, then Beyonce fan second. Um, but what she added to it just made it art. So Dreams by Boots featuring Beyonce. Go check it out. The song for my soul this week, we mentioned Tony Braxton last week, and of course, after I listened back to the episode, I just went into a spiral of Tony Braxton songs, and the song that touched me the most was Talking in His Sleep. <laughs> so, um, you know, you think you know everything about your man, and then he lays down, and then he starts talking in his sleep and confesses. Laying it low and spreading it wide. Yeah, he confesses infidelity. Yeah. Um, in his sleep and then you got to figure out how to deal with this you know your relationship is going through its things we just talked about this um but then he confesses his infidelity and do you wake him up like babe what did you just <laughs> say like or do you let him continue the dream and profess what else he's been doing with this slut you push record on your phone <laughs> and then that way you have evidence uh look at you okay <laughs> but uh, Talking in His Sleep by Tony Braxton with this song, the beat, the energy of the song, um, the lyrics. There he goes, talking in his sleep. And you talking know, so do you just let him go on for like a week or two? Because you know he's going to start talking again and he's going to confess something else he's done with it. Wanch. <laughs> um, woo. Tony Braxton, Talking in His Sleep, song for my soul. You have to be a journalist and get all, vigilant. <laughs> yeah, get all the leads. Get your Garrett notepad out, mm-hmm. definitely. And then that way get you have pimp, everything so. together to get his ass together. Mm. Yeah, so uh, there's that. This week, um, what I'm here for, again, we talked about it at the top of the show, and it still qualifies to be my here for it because... Things. All the recognition. Things. All the recognition that she Sorry got. about it. Like, we should not be forgetting the achievement that Black Panther has done. Yes. This past weekend. I agree. There have been decades upon decades of white producers saying, um, black people can't lead a film. All black cast cannot be bankable. Um, and, mm-hmm. you know, you need a white savior. You need a white co-star. You need a white comedic relief. 
Child, make, I need a sprite because y'all get on my nerves. <laughs> to make something successful. Oh, my stomach upset loud is finally drama. in February of 2018, we disproved them. Black Panther has gone on to make four over four hundred million dollars worldwide. The biggest in three or four days. <laughs> the <laughs> biggest opening four day weekend of all time. Not just of Marvel movies, not of DC movies. Of all of movies of all time, that includes your Star Wars girls. Um, does that include Carmen a hip hopper? <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. It premiered on MTV. Don't do that. He's petty. It wasn't even a movie. It was on the small screen. It don't count. But think of think of like these big budget ass white ass movies with full white cast, full white leads. And they did not do what Shout we did. Shout out to Viola Davis said, if I'm the black Meryl Streep, then pay me what I'm worth. Monique, um, this is the way you were supposed to say it. Confirmed as well. Well, back to Black Panther. But anyway, I'm absolutely here for this $400 million weekend. I argued with some of my white YouTube counterparts that said the $150 million um, estimate that they were estimating it to haul in this weekend. They said, oh, well, that's... That's gonna be that's that's too much. Like y'all being y'all being real cute, y'all being real sweet with those numbers. And I was like, no, it's it's gonna be more than that. I forecasted three hundred million dollars, and that's what I was arguing with in comments with some of my Facebook counterparts. I imagine it being four hundred. It is four hundred million dollars, <laughs> and I went back to go comment to the girls, but they had already deleted the video. Bitch. So I say that to say I'm absolutely because they here. knew they were wrong. The uploader person knew they were wrong. So all the girls in the comments were wrong, like, I don't want to have my fans out here looking like this. <laughs> yeah. Um. And so what I'm absolutely here for is uh us ex- us exceeding expectations in our goddamn Kente cloths. Ooh. Thank you. Um. Two things for me this week. I am absolutely here for. Medium.com saying that Here For A Podcast is the go-to show for sex-positive gay black men. We are not afraid to go there and talk about all of the things. We're, uh, they classified us as an entertainment because we give you education. But yeah, hello, you getting your entertainment as well? Um, So shout out to um, us making another list. Thank you so much. Award-winning. Here For A Podcast. The second thing is, I'm definitely here for um, the new discovery that even in open relationships, men will cheat. I am all the way here for this study by um, Gay Men Fighting AIDS, and we talked about this extra on patreon.com forward slash here for a pod. Go listen to bonus audio. If you pay us a dollar a month. Um, But even in open relationships, men will cheat on you. GMFA reports that um, 52% of the 1,000, nearly 1,000 people surveyed said that they were unfaithful in a monogamous relationship. And 45% of those respondents said that they know that their partner did not find out. Mm. So bottoms there, you got to remain vigilant. And then y'all think we've been dramatic. And when I want to come over there because I left my charger over there. And I just need to come get my charger. It's not that you're cheating on me, but I left my charger by mistake on purpose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wasn't going to say nothing. I was going to let you ride with that, but I knew it was a lie. But 52% of y'all admit to being faithful in the study. So I'm doing what I have to do. 
about leaving your charger place so you can go back and see if he's still fucking another bitch. Apple chargers are not cheap either. So let's start mm-hmm. with I know a seventy six dollar charger is at your house right now. And I need to collect it before I go to work. Um, seventeen percent of people reported getting an S T D from their extramarital affairs. And or STI. And so even in an open relationship, they admitted to being in an open relationship. Even forty percent of respondents confessed that they or bay broke the rules of their agreement. When you agreed like, okay, well you can do this, you can do this, you can do that, you can do that, but don't do this. Cause that would be infidelity. Do not, and definitely don't do this because true, I'm gonna go to jail. And forty percent of people in open relationships still cheat. So how do I get you to be faithful to me? How? I don't know what to do. I agree. It's almost half. But I'm here for the study. Here for it. I'm here for the study because it is a peek into what is going on in relationships with gay men. One thousand, nearly one thousand men were surveyed. And as we can tell, mm, niggas ain't shit. Download the playlist on my Spotify. Yeah, well, I told y'all like a week and a half, two weeks ago, um, get you one of them um, plastic men because they're not going to cheat on you. I promise <laughs> they're not. Um, and so we have come to our sacred part of our episodes. It is you our can't last cheat on this. Call. I'm not. I'm going to drink it all. And I'm going to tell everybody I drank it. Um, in my mouth. <laughs> it is our last call our last call means that we are taking a shot to our last and most important subjects mm-hmm. so if you are so fortunate to have alcohol in your presence make sure you take your last call with us as well I'm scared Ooh. my last call this week again um it's Black History Month, and I want to make sure that we highlight our. It is Black History Month. Yeah. Black stars, and unfortunately, this one is gone already. So I'm giving mm. him his flowers posthumously. Um, but when he was making an impact on my life, I didn't really have a voice, and um, I do have a voice now. And so I want to make sure that I use my voice to say his name and um, talk about his work. Um. Prolific author Elon Harris uh, is the reason that I ever wrote wrote anything about anything. He was the reason for the season. He was my inspiration to write Mm -hmm. anything. And I I wrote before I ever put a goddamn camera on my face, before I ever let somebody else turn the camera and the lights on. I wrote. I was a writer. I wrote short stories. I wrote haikus. I wrote things i wrote i wrote erotica yes amen anyway elon harris is my inspiration for writing if you've never read an elon harris book and i've come across millennials that did not know who elon harris was and that's why i want to make sure that we spotlight him today elon harris died at age 54 um but he's written dozens of books um the invisible life is the reason again that i write um, characters such as Basil are the reason that Baby, I Basil am... was so problematic. <laughs> Basil was so problematic. Are the reason that I am as sex positive as I am today. Um, and knowing that there's nothing wrong with um, the way that I want to have sex, how many times I want to have sex, and who I want to have sex with. 
And I was given that inspiration by Elon Harris. And so if you don't know who Elon Harris is, you've never read an Elon Harris book, make sure you get on Amazon today. They're cheap. You can get an Elon Harris book for like $6 or less. You can get like audio. Um, not the audio. Oh, in the way the wind blows. Yeah. Ooh. Um, Just as I am. A love of my own. Just as I am. All of his works. Basketball Jones. Oh yeah, I bought that one. I used to have that one in my collection. Mm-hmm. And so I need to buy Invisible Life because this, I rented that from the library as a teen. I think I told this a thousand times. I rented that one and I used to hide it in my pillowcase and um went back home because I didn't want them to know that I was reading gay books. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they caught that B Boy Blues. Shout out to James Earl Hardy, but that's another thing. But Elaine Harris, I was reading those books first. Woo! They got me through it. I knew who I was. For myself. <laughs> Enough for myself. Enough for myself. How about that, Shade? Um, and so, again, I want to make sure, at least if our audience um, has never heard of, don't know what I'm talking about, actually Ooh. not reading a book right now, get you one of these books. Get you I will one. appreciate and respect you so much more after you've read these books. There are anthologies. These are movies. These are books that should be movies at this point. And so, mm-hmm. with the money that Black Panther has made this week, I just, I feel so encouraged that hopefully before the time I'm turning turning seventy and eighty, we can make movies about full black gay characters uh-huh. the way that we have figured out ways to make movies about full black people that are not light skinned. And so that's my last call. Elon well, Harris forever. You know, um, Nielsen.com, the people that measure TV watching and album sales and all those things, they report like the LGBT consumer spends more money at malls. They go see more um, movies. They spend more concession stands. The black, well, the gay dollar, these companies understand it. We've got to help them understand, like we deal with Black Panther to understand the black dollar. The black gay dollar is just as valuable. Yeah. Um. They were talking about how Starwood Hotels, which owns Marriott, and um Courtyard, and a lot of different good chains. Embassy um, Suites. Oh, that is owned by Marriott. Ooh, the way that they cook them omelets with the bacon early in the morning, and it's free um, in my mouth. The just like we slayed with Black Panther, the black gay dollar is just as very one because we're black, and they definitely want to. All organizations are interested in the black dollar. The black gay dollar is just as powerful. I want you guys to keep that in mind. We love you. And thank you for supporting Black Panther because we know that even though we weren't recognized in that film, we know it's coming when the budget is even bigger because we want them to tell the best gay story that they possibly could if they were going to tell it. Anyway, um, my last call this week goes out to... um, There's one album... Um, by this girl group that came out February the 17th, 1998. So it's not that it came. Um, 20 years ago to this day, and Coachella is coming up. Ooh. I know. And her braids is out. <laughs> so, um, Latavia had to retract because Latavia don't want to mess up this chick. I don't want Latavia to be there. No shade. Ugh, I don't want Latavia. We don't need Latavia. Can we just have Latoya? I, I was going to say, because we at least got to have Latoya. I was just Latoya. Latoya. You got to do Latavia because they both filed no. the suit together for new management. And they mm-hmm. said that they deserve it. Latavia is going to fuck this up. Continue. I'm sorry. Okay. So, uh, yeah. 20 years ago, this month, Destiny's Child released their debut album, self-titled um, Destiny's Child, with their lead singles, No, 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 
part two and with me part one. Mm-hmm. They were fighting for a third single, but yeah, it didn't go nowhere. Jermaine Dupree didn't work his same magic that he did with Escape, so they just went on to the second album, which slate featuring a hit single by an Escape member. But um, so um. <laughs> Shout out to Destiny's Child in her yeah, debut album, team. Destiny's Child. And in the interviews at like a BM BET Teen Summit, um, Beyonce stood front center and said, I can't see either one any one of us going solo. <laughs> and we know how that turned out. <laughs> Games. <laughs> so mm. this is my last call. Shout out to Beyonce. Shout out to the group that started it all twenty years ago this week. Um, February the 17th, 1998. Mm. Thank you guys for listening to Here For A Podcast. Um, we appreciate every minute that you listen to us. Um, we would appreciate it more if you go over to our Patreon and donate at least $1 a month um, to keep this podcast alive. We have a one-year anniversary coming up uh-huh. that we've been talking into these same microphones and trying to... Um, Talk shit to you girls and be funny. Um, and also be educational at the same time. And we can't do that without you. And if you would at least donate at least $1 a month, we can continue after our one-year anniversary. Come through. My name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters. And of course, RonaldMatters.com. I am the Superman, T-H-E-E-S-U-P-A-M-A-N. I am still the other light-skinned Keith Sweat. Oh my god, I thought you had got a sunburn. (laughs) We'll see y'all next week. It's February and it's 70 something degrees in DC. Woo! Bye.